mom, I'm coming home. I'm in the next chapter, put away all my credentials. Then I crucified the actor, traded all I thought I wanna be for what I know I'm supposed to be. Walking with the Lord, but know the devil's right in front of me. I still feel the sun shining on my shoulders. Uh, I did my homework. I'm driving up and I'm getting off the off ramp, and there's a lady sitting there beside of the off ramp. And like, I don't. I have my own personal feelings about like giving money to people yeah. or whatever. Usually, I try to use discernment. I see this lady, white lady, blonde hair, she's sitting there. She's got a little cardboard sign. She's sitting on a little, you know, those little pusher chair things, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so, I, so I <laughs> shame on me. I lied to her. I lied. She like she goes, oh please, and I just rolled the window down. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know cash on me. You know what I mean? Truth is, I had a couple bucks in my pocket. But I'm like, okay. I don't know mm-hmm. cash on me. You know what I mean? And I and I fully expected to hear like a mumbling, like, like, uh, not you know, druggy. Yeah, just. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, don't even worry about it. Honestly, what I really need is a jacket. And dude, I got hit. Hmm. Like, like, dude, this is a sound mind person. Like, and it's cold out here right now. Like mm-hmm. when I pulled up, it's super foggy right there on the off ramp. So, I'm like. I'm a man of jackets, bro. Like, I got a lot of jackets. I can like, see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a nice jacket. A nice Pendleton. Yeah. Lie. This is yeah. one of my favorites, bro. Like it's it. it's a kind of outlandish, but it, it's one of my favorites. That's so, cool. um, so I'm like, I think I have a jacket. I'm like, Lord, please, I got it. Please don't let it be my other, because I have another dope one's kind of like this. <laughs> I like. I hope that's not the only one I got back there, because I knew I had that one back oh. there. But I already, I already was getting the conviction of like, like. <laughs> You know, almost like I'm going to see yeah, exactly, bro. Like, I'm going to stand before the Lord on this exact woman right now. This is a test. Like, which jacket is back there? And how? now that you've already committed. You're already, in your mind, going to, like, your Amazon checkout to reorder it? (laughs) (laughs) No way, bro. This jacket is, it was bought for me, and the price tag on it is not something I'm going to rebuy. I'm just being real with you, bro. So, so anyway, so I I pull off. I pull off and I look in the back and think, God, there was an H and M jacket back there. It was dope, but it was like a, it was like a forty dollar, you know what I mean? Got it. Gig and and then I had a scarf, which was one of my favorite scarves because of the <laughs> color tones on it. I'm just I'm just I'm cranking it up uh-huh. so you guys can know what sacrifice it was. No, so so get this is what's crazy, right? I told her didn't have any mo- uh, money. I had a couple bucks in my pocket. So I pick up the jacket, and the first thing I do is check the pockets because I might have drugs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want her to, yeah. my secret stash. <laughs> <laughs> that you couldn't. Oh, that was God. good. That was good comedy timing, bro. And I don't expect that you would have missed that one. I teed it up perfect. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. it paused a little for you. Yeah, and I did. So just to make sure I didn't have any anything in the pockets, really. Reach in there. And while I'm reaching in there, I recall to mind that I wore that last time I wore that jacket, I was guest speaking somewhere. Mm-hmm. And where I was guest speaking, when I was leaving, a person handed me a hundred dollar bill. Mm-hmm. And I'm reaching in the pocket and I before I even touch it, I know it's in there. And I pull I reach in and I pull out this, I grab it, I'm like, I know it's, I look at it, it's a hundred dollar bill, bro. A hundred dollar bill, right? Like, I'm not a rich man, bro. And I'm like, but I got that for teaching. You know, yes. like you've taught, like, that's awkward anyways. Like, you feel like you need to give that to somebody. And dude, it was the craziest moment because I stopped and I'm like, 
the Lord's choosing this right now. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's this is so like I walked to that lady, I'm like, hey, listen. She's like, oh my God, thank you so much. She's almost in tears for the jacket. Put the jacket on her, right? She's like, and it fits over her sweater that she has on because I'm bigger than she is. And she puts it on. It's like, oh my gosh, it's so warm. Thank you so much. You know, and this sound mind woman. And I'm like, can I pray with you? She's like, absolutely. And I'm watching the cars line up and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is one of those weird moments, you know? And so I start praying with this woman. And I was, as I'm praying, dude, I could feel like the spirit of God, like really pressing in hard, like about what's happening. Like, mm. like, like this is a sound mind woman, but she's in either in some circumstance, whether it's like relationship or like with people that are not. And mm-hmm. she's got to, she's got to walk away from anything that's not of the Lord and walk towards the Lord. Like yeah. he's the answer. And I'm praying this way in my prayer. And she's just like. She's just like, oh, my gosh, like, oh, my gosh, like, while I'm praying for her. And then afterwards, I'm like, hey, I just want to say, like, you know what? I told her the truth. I'm yeah. like, while I got this jacket, I'm like, I, I, I reached in the pocket and there was something in there. And I was like, and I just want you to know this is not from me. This isn't my like, this isn't my hard earned money. Like, right. this is from the Lord, you mm-hmm. know? And she's like, what? Like, kind of confused. And I just I handed her, dude. She looks in her hand, dude. Gone, bro. She just. Falling. Dude, she's yeah, bro. She just loses it and she's just like, You can't be serious. Like, oh my gosh, the Lord, yeah. thank you, God. And and I'll, this is coming in here today. I'm like, what the heck? Like <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. So if we had nothing to talk about, I'll just bring this up real quick, yeah. you know. Yeah. And yeah. but yeah, it tripped me out. And I think what I think where God was ministering to me, like so I, I obviously like, okay, there's that blessing for her. Yeah. And then what a blessing was to be able to do that. But then as I'm driving away, I still always want to learn, bro. Like, I always want to grow from, like, in wisdom in anything that I go through, bro. Yeah. And what came to mind is, you know, we kind of have to treat individuals on an individual basis. When we have a tendency Mm -hmm. to to gather people into groups, Mm -hmm. we say, anybody who goes to Golden Springs or this type of person, or anybody who goes to Jack Hibbs Church or this type of person, or anybody that goes to... You know, or any person you see that's like they got the whole nine, you know, they're dressed this way. They look this way. Like we can't do that, bro, because, you know, Jesus, part of the impact of Jesus with the woman at the well. Right. What does she say? She says, what are you talking to me for? I'm a Samaritan like you Jews don't even. So she already admits the assumptions. Right. And Jesus is there and takes down the assumptions. Right. Mm -hmm. He's like he's like, that's not me. And. God was ministering to me like, dude, there's some areas of obvious assumption, right? Like only because you brought it up earlier with your son and yourself, like racism, right? That's an obvious, that's an obvious, like, like, dude, you know, you could see it. You see lines of it. You see, you see where people are trying to make it more than what it is. Right. And you see people that are like, that it really is real. You see it in their heart, even if they're not saying anything outright racist. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, but what you, what, what, what's happening in those moments is the same exact thing. I think that what a lot of people don't realize is like if they could check the box when it comes to black people, if they could check the box, check the box when it comes to some of the obvious points, they're not really looking for the assumption inside their heart about a lot of people. Right. You know, and it exists in our hearts towards a lot of people. In case me today, homeless lady, I tell a lie to her. Hey, I don't have no cash on me, even though I was aware I had a couple of dollars in my pocket. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like, dude, if I don't have cash, it, it ends the conversation really quick. Like, I'm yeah. not going to give you my credit card. I got nothing for you. Sorry, I don't have no cash. You know what yeah. I mean? 
And uh, but in that moment, dude, I was struck with the dang it, dude, this is a sound mind woman. And I just and all she wants is a jacket. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. I <clears throat> it's so on, it's weird because so you had that experience when I was running late. I'm like, oh, I hate being late, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm rushing home to try to get over here. I, to get through my back house, you go through an alley, mm -hmm. and my neighbor's house, there's low hanging fruit, you know, f you know, and, and my mind's like, this guy's gleaning. There's yeah. a homeless man gleaning straight up, yeah. and yep. my mind just went like, there's nothing wrong with that, you know what I mean? Yeah. The Bible speaks about this. Take, he was taking oranges off mm. my neighbor's fruit, off the neighbor's tree, and you know, he was putting it in his pocket, and I'm looking in the car, and I had my son's chips, and I'm mm. like, just. Here, like, hey, bro, and I gave him some chips, you know. Oh, what I mean? wow, dude, and that happened to me right now. Like, uh, today, to really, to oh, wow. right now, like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> wow, you know? dude, but you know, thinking about that, God's in control, that you know, mm. it, it puts in perspective God's sovereignty. You know, mm. I wasn't late, my guy was late, all that, yeah, time, God's perfect timing, yeah, yeah, for sure. We understand all that, but what struck me when you were talking right now is you were talking about, you know just categorizing people, mm -hmm. you know, via assumptions, yeah, yeah, just yep. putting people in those groups. It, it's crazy because that's part of our sin nature. It's easy to do that. Mm. You think of um, the humanity. Mm -hmm. We want things, you know, our sinful nature, we want things to be easy, easier. Mm. Microwave society, mm. make it fast, make it easy. Sure. Put these people into groups. McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah. Yeah, make, it, yeah. make it easy. Yeah. And it, 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 some, a lot of times it removes you from putting, putting skin in the game. And what I mean by mm. that is what you did. You literally put your mm. skin in the game. Mm. You got on a personal level mm. with that lady. Mm. That, that requires energy. Mm. That requires uh, a lot more yeah. um, of your Yeah, your stop the car, make a U-turn, stop yeah. your car, get out of the car. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for yeah sure. but it also involves you having to, like, think, mm. you know, think about the situation at yeah. hand as opposed to just group thinking it yep. and it making, you know, this situation easy. Oh, that's you interesting. Have to, you have to think about it in our culture. Whatever's easy. Whatever's fast. Whatever's fast. Here's what's interesting about what you're saying to me um, is uh, I thought that that's, you know, it's it's made its way into my mind at uh, a couple of random times throughout my life. And it seems to be a, um, what you're talking about. And that is, you know, it's one thing when we got introduced to a faster version of what we were already doing. Right. So we were we were kids that got introduced to the Internet. We were we got introduced to cell phones like we got introduced to like oh dang, like now we could do this. Now there's GPS on my cell phone. Mm -hmm. But there's a group of kids being raised right now that that's all it's ever been, right? right. And so they're, they're, they're kind of, they're kind of um, being built to accomplish more, but it like in a, in a day span, but in a weird way, it's still demanding the same amount of energy as far as your mind and what you have to do today. Right. And so people are growing in anxiety. They're like, you know, at this time they're doing this and then they're going there and we're so, even at my job, they're like able, finding, constantly finding ways to make the same job get done faster with less manpower, with right. less man hours. Oh, and, yeah. mm. you know, so you're, you're figuring out ways to do that. But what you don't realize is that you're kind of removing the humanity right? because now not only, you know, some people are afraid we're going to get replaced by robots, but reality is we're turning into robots, yeah, you know, sure. like, and 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 robots don't rest. They don't rest. Yeah, and so the, and, true. And the thing about rest is that God wants us to rest. That's crazy. One hundred percent. He sure. wants us to rest. He's given us the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. And whether it's on Sunday, you can get into your, mm -hmm. you can get into all that. But the point, yeah, yeah. One of the points is that God wants us to rest mm -hmm. because when mm -hmm. we're not resting, yeah, it's a lot of times it's recipes recipe for disaster, mm -hmm. and our culture is not resting. 
and it's causing yeah. anxiety, depression, all these other things. You know, go, 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 yeah. go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and self-fulfillment. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. dude. And, and, and lack of true fulfillment because you don't have time to stop and talk to a lady on the side. You don't have yeah. time to do it because you're in a hurry. You're on your way. You're doing your thing, you know? And, um, you know, it, even the way we give money, like I see guys at work, like it used to be, I got to go to the bank or people prepared. They're like, man, tomorrow I'm chipping in for this. So I'm going to go on the way home to the bank and take out a 20 or whatever. Yeah. Now, dude, just cell phones, just sending stuff. I'm like, dang, everything's so fast. And don't get me wrong. Like I, I appreciate the convenience of some stuff, yeah. but I don't want to sacrifice my humanity for it, you right. know? And have you guys seen it? The, the meta stuff, the commercials for meta, do you guys know? What that is? I don't I remember. literally went down a rabbit hole two nights. Uh-huh. First time I ever heard about it. Uh-huh. Went in the YouTube rabbit hole. Couldn't wow. get it. Couldn't get it. it wasn't that deep. It wasn't deep. Yeah. So it was like, not it yet. Was, no. yeah. <laughs> it was a 30 minute rabbit hole. Okay. Yeah. So you basically know. Facebook's turning everything, uh, 3d. And then, so they want to create this platform where you can go into this virtual world and be your avatar of whoever you want to be. So like a living video but, game. Uh, yeah, but and and then it interacts with the real world it's though, which is kind of crazy. Internet, yeah, is what they're saying it's yeah. the next phase of the internet. Oh, Even wow. uh, the, the the latest iPhone update. I don't know if you guys have done it yet. You point it at businesses, your camera, and all of a sudden the Google like image for it comes up and all the information for that place comes up so we're like heading towards just wow. being immense in virtual reality i heard somebody talking about like the next phase is to create the glasses like oh yeah uh, mm-hmm. there's gonna be some glasses you probably heard about mm-hmm. this in a rabbit trail it's the same guy know? it's the same mark zuckerberg is like doing all this and then they have that guy. movie that movie with yeah. what's his face uh I didn't see the movie, but Free Guy or whatever. Oh, yeah. He puts, like, he puts glasses on, and he's in an alternate universe, oh, basically. Yeah. And he lives his life that way. And that's what's happening is, is people are... <laughs> did, did you see Ready Player One? I didn't. I know that I get the basic concept yeah. of what it was. But it's actually that. a good movie. But yeah. the concept of it is like... That way. You know, it's that way. You have people just creating this virtual self and... We're getting so detached from what's real, I think. I, I don't know where you guys think. Maybe you have some thoughts on... Christians entering like this new uh, just digital age of like how that how we maneuver through that um I th- well it's crazy bro like um I think that I mean to make uh, a straight point about it and this is just my opinion but I think they need to hang on to things that are tangible like it goes this is gonna sound funny but i'm gonna say it anyways like um when we first started doing bible studies on on laptops like or Mm -hmm. on uh ipads iPads and stuff um i encourage that that's great like there's things that can be done it's helpful whatever but i remember in my own heart like i still want to write out my notes like hand write them out Mm -hmm. and even if i ever went to the place of using a uh, iPad or something I still feel like I'd want to write out my notes because there's something that I've created in an intimacy between me and God when I sit down after my wife goes to sleep or get up before she wakes up and have like a notebook and a Bible and a, pe- a pencil and like spend time putting that piecing something together with the Lord right and um, and I feel like I lose that the quicker it gets, you know, and so I'm not saying 
that people have to write their notes out. That's not my point. My point is that whatever that is that that loses something when we make it the fast version of it, I think that it will allow Christians to be a brighter light mm. that they represent that still. When you're doing McDonald's for months and somebody makes you like you go to a friend's house and he flips you a burger on a grill it's different bro oh yeah and it, you're like yeah bro and so sometimes i think like things like this like i've often said that on the podcast like the the conversation and the ability to hang out with ivan right now like like the ability for us to get together and sit on and talk which i always want to do is more important to me than releasing the product that we're creating right now right yes you know and and that is what i think creates a chemistry in this podcast is because that is the focus of my heart, right? So, so Christians moving forward, you don't. I don't necessarily think you have to demonize everything. This is my opinion. I'm sure there's some Christians out there that are going to really point out why it is demonic. Yeah, yeah. I'm not against that either. I'm right. open to like, dang, that is, you know. But I'm not ready to demonize it because I, I don't know anything about it. But I would say the further contrast that there is between the Christian and the world the more impact he actually has. Yes, for sure. Yes, you know? I, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's true, you know? Mm. Um, and then, at yes, and then at the, you think about Jesus, like mm. what you said, like further, and then I my mind always goes to the Lord literally separating himself mm -hmm. physically. Mm -hmm. I'm going over there in the wilderness, mm -hmm. <clears throat> spending time with the Father, mm -hmm. and then and then coming and then coming back and being more impactful. That's mm -hmm. ex exactly where my mind goes to when you say that. Mm -hmm. You know, you think he literally went away. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Where is he at? He's in the we we all wake up and the, the campfire's <laughs> going. Where's the Lord at? Yeah. Sleep in your eyes? He's gone. You know, yeah. he's, he's yeah. over there with the Father uh -huh. and he's coming back and it's just power. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mm. that, that's true but yeah go ahead no i was wondering what your thoughts were no i, I was just kind of open-minded on it because i for one side of me is like okay like i i do see it preparation for the antichrist mm. and then on the other side uh there's no power in the actual technology of it i mean it's meaning, man behind yeah, it yeah. it's well and and then it's it's not like paul said look an idol isn't doesn't have power in it there's there's no power in it, mm. but man is cre giving it this power, and one day, oh, that's true. It's oh, gonna interesting point. One day, it's gonna you know be used for that. But for now, it's what the power that we give it. You that's know? so true. Um, so that's that's that. Yeah, um, social media, perfect example. I watch people share pictures of their kids, and I watch them contact people that they haven't seen in a long time. There's yeah. been opportunities <clears throat> to do direct messages with people that I haven't mm -hmm. seen in years and minister to them and, and vice versa, right? People like say something to me encouraging and it just hits home. It was perfect timing. But you look at what is happening with, you know, the fact that they have to constantly have to hire a whole team that just goes in and blocks and removes nudity and, and you know, whatever on these social media platforms. And it's what man you does with it, right? Yeah, like there yeah. was nothing, there was nothing wrong with, an ox and there's nothing wrong with gold but they made uh ox out of gold and yeah. then started worshiping it you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so it's the mixture and that's really what the word perversion is is it's um a twisting of what is actually there you know people always bring up it's an interesting segue but 
people bring up why did God create sin, you know, mm. and the reality is, is that God created order. And when you put things out of order, you twist w the way God intended it. Sex is a perfect example. Like, mm -hmm. you know, God created it and in its right lighting, it isn't sin. But look, at, it's probably the most rampant addiction when it comes to sexual desires, pornography and mm. fornication and all the other things that go along with it. And what that is, is, is it's a twisting of what God gave. And so every element that was released um, from God was not wrong or bad, but it was when people started to pervert. And I use that word, not just in a sexual yeah. term, but <clears throat> twist. to twist. Yeah. yeah. To pervert what, what God had given, then that's what really messed it up. You know, yeah. that's where, that's where it, so it's, it's not really that God created sin. It's that God created everything in its order and then we took it out of order you yeah. know and yeah and uh, the perversion now is the, the perversion of like you said not just the sexual aspect of it but at anything and everything. yeah yeah the yep. perversion of it is because we live in the fallen world it's the perversion yeah has become yeah. normal that's true so and and you think about trying to pull the perversion out of the heart of a man um it's it's impossible aside from the work of the Lord. Mm. It's a, it's an impossibility. Yeah. Trying to navigate, you know, with boots on the ground, skin in the game, to try to pull that perversion out of a, of a, out of a human being mm. by by simply telling them mm. that's perverted. This is your your way is crooked. This mm. way is straight. Mm. By verbalizing that mm. to them, is not a, is not enough. Is mm. not enough right. in, in and of itself. Mm. We know the word is powerful. It take that's why Jesus says you must be born again. Mm. Yeah. So you know, a lot of times we can. I I felt this. Mm. I'll, I'll say this. The other day, I, what I was sharing with a customer at work, and I just got this overwhelming sense of like, this isn't. I'm sharing the gospel with the guy, mm. and I got this sense of like, this is like impossible. But mm. it was me and my. It was me and my flesh. Mm. What I mean by that is he was not. You know, I, you think you're sharing with somebody and like you know. This guy's going to come to the Lord right now because mm. the Lord's working in you. It's happening. Mm. And, it, and it was just you think it's hitting a wall and, and you get this sense of like, this is impossible. How mm. am I going to mm. and I'm not. Yeah. How am I going to mm. correct this guy's wicked and twisted way of thinking about, you know, his life and, and forgiveness and salvation? You know, he was in a deep, deep place. Mm. And. But God is capable of doing mm. that. I'm not mm, sure yeah. we understand, you know, that God's using you. You're the vessel. It takes a, it takes a spiritual work from God mm. to take someone from for the perverted way of living into the true way, the natural That's way that God has called them to. Yeah. Without that, it's it's an impossible. It's an impossibility. You need Jesus. And mm. I, I can get in the flesh, tell him what is what I know to be true. Mm. And it do nothing, you know, without the work of the Lord, you know, mm. period. That, that, that reminds me, too, for a second. Uh, yeah, no, There's cool. this dude who, uh, who I met recently. His name's Raj. Raj, if you're listening, what's up? Mm. But he, uh, it was crazy because you ever have those moments where you see someone, there's an opportunity that maybe goes missed, and then God brings it back. Like, okay, here's the same guy again. I saw this guy at 7-Eleven. And when, when I walk in right away, he's like, yo, man, you don't got to wear that mask, dude. Like. And I was like, oh, okay, for sure, cool. And then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, man, they're just trying to control you, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, like, thanks. And then he, he starts going off like, dude, like, I, I could tell you're you're a rebel, man. You're a rebel who, like, works with the devil. And I was like, what the heck? And I was like, uh, I was like, I don't know about that. And then uh, I kind of was just, like, just vibing, like, okay, there's some 
So I'm like, just, you know, he's a little intense right now. He's a little intense. Hmm. So I was like, ah, like, and I'm like, I'm in the middle of work. So I'm like, all right, I'll come back. I'll, I'll like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll revisit this. Maybe I was like, yeah. I don't know. And then, and then I walked away and I just felt like, ah, like, man, like, and I started thinking like, what, what could I have told him? And then the Lord was like, dude, tell him that, like, tell him the truth, tell him hmm. what's up. And then I, uh, I saw him at the gym again, the same guy, the same guy. And I was, I was with my wife and I was just like, Ooh, okay, Lord, like he goes to the same gym as me, but maybe, maybe something's going to happen. And then a third time I saw him, I was like, okay. And I was by myself. I was like, all right, this, this is it. I start talking to him and he starts telling me uh, about, he's got, uh, the, uh, satanic symbol on the back of his ha- motorcycle helmet. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Hey, I was like, so I was like, you ride, man. And he's like, yeah, I got a little Suzuki and then start talking about motorcycles. And he's like, yeah, I didn't want to put this uh, sticker um, uh, actually on the back. He had it on the front. He's like, I don't want to put it on the back in case a cop pulls me over or something. And I was like, oh, I was like, what do you think about all that stuff? He just starts telling me, he's like, you know, I I don't think it's it's like what people say it is to me. This is like an expression of like freedom, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, do you see it? And he starts talking about conspiracy stuff like Mm -hmm. cell phones. And I was like, hey, man, like you sound like you're a truth seeker, man. Like you're trying to find out the truth. Solid. And he was like, he's like, well, yeah. Like he's like, he's like, I I feel like you are too. And I was like, well, I was like, I'll tell you what I believe. I said, but Jesus said he's the way, the truth and the life. And no one comes to the father, but by him. I was like, have you ever looked into the Bible? And he's like, oh, it's written by man, you know? And he's like, Mm -hmm. I I just Mm -hmm. feel like, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, he starts giving me that kind of stuff. And I I start to tell him like, hey, like, so he starts telling me some, beliefs he has like about earth being god we're god all yeah. this thing Got it. and i was like hey let me tell you something you and i are not the first people who have thought what we're thinking i was like you know that and he's like he's like yeah yeah for sure like uh, i was like yeah these thoughts like were, they're not original and i was like what's interesting about what i believe about the forerunner of my religion i was like because there's people who are forerunners for uh, Muslim religion. There's Muhammad. The Mormons have Joseph Smith. And I was like, with Jesus, and I know I, I stole yeah, this no, from you. No, no, don't, no. <laughs> with Jesus, uh, he's the one, the only one, the only forerunner of the religion who says that. Look, I died, went to the other side, came back, and I know the way. I know what's on the other side of eternity from here. I was like, no other forerunner has that. I was like, so one thing that I see in my religion is like. Dude, I'm looking up to a guy who says he made it, you know, and he was just kind of kind of listening and kind of like, dismissing you know, kind of dismissing it. But it's just one of those things where it's like, dang, like, look, I know that the Lord has those like divine appointments mm. where even like when, when you feel like it's hitting a wall, I can't deny that it wasn't God's. It was that. Yeah, it wasn't God's setup to get me to talk to that guy again, you know, yeah. so just yeah. be open. Crazy, man. Yeah. There's so many different walls that people run into, like in their own lives, mm-hmm. that 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 can hinder mm-hmm. the gospel. It's a it's a, it's a it's a warf it's a warfare. Yep. His walls. The Bible says that um, the God of this world basically builds up um, arguments mm-hmm. against the knowledge of God, and mm-hmm. we as Christians are called to tear down those arguments sure. mm-hmm. to break through. His he probably had a, an array of his. The guy I was talking to the other day, mm-hmm. one of his walls was I'm sure sin for sure, mm-hmm. but was forgiveness mm. he was an I, I don't know maybe you guys know more about blackwater you know, no, um, I don't know that okay much. so I don't know blackwater much. is basically government hired mercenaries gotcha like when uh, the gov- jason Bourne type stuff yeah, yeah, when yeah. The, yes when the government can't do something 
they hire these these mercenaries and they go in and do gnarly stuff. Mm. Um, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Blackwater. Mm. Um, th- this guy was a part of Blackwater, and generally they're either para military, para some type Dang. of you know yeah. they have some type of skill you know, and whether yeah. in some type of combat they have something. You could probably throw that over your shoulder. Easier. Cool. Yeah, there you go. He um, I was I was getting it in, getting it, getting into it with him. Mm. And there was this huge wall of forgiveness. Mm. And he was up front with me. He just said, I've, <laughs> I've done, it's all good. Yeah. I've done things. I've killed people. Oh, damn. Wow. I've, I've been, during the, the Bill Clinton administration, mm. I've gone into places, women and children and families. Wow. And I live with it every day. You know what I'm saying? And he, his roadblock, you know, yours guys may have been philosophies of this mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. that raise themselves up against the knowledge of God. Mm. His thing, he wasn't hostile towards the gospel I was sharing with him. He was intent and listening, but his wall, when it all came back to it, I've, I, I can't forgive mm. myself. How can God forgive me? Mm. I've done some pretty wicked stuff, mm. and all for what? All for what? All for you know these 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 you know politicians, these politicians, yeah. you know. And now he's 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 um, rage, There's, rage. He's, yeah. he's 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 tormented. Yeah, tormented every day. You know, and that's the wall I was fighting mm. against. I was fighting. I thought, you know, I'm hitting a wall. Like, this is a, this mm. is an impossibility. The Lord can't break through this. And he has years and years of baggage, mm. murder, mm. sin. Yeah. And, uh, and and I'm like, Lord, like, how? Yeah. You know, like, what do you, yeah. How, how, do, how do I? And, and you know what? It's not me. We understand that God has his ways that are yeah. beyond ours. And I'm just called to be faithful to share with him mm. as straightforward as I can yeah. and not curtail the truth and not try to mince words mm. and, and be wordsmithy about it, but mm. just shoot it straight with him mm. in as, yeah. as much love as I could, mm. you know. But that was his wall. You know? Wow. There's a there's a common thread um, in what both of you guys shared that I see that I think is very important for us as uh, believers, and that is um, – the, being led by the spirit really but um so i was recently actually last night i was having a conversation with uh israel gonzalez dude and uh shout out izzy shout out izzy bro <laughs> I, I love to have izzy on this podcast <laughs> cool. um and so god's doing a cool work in his heart right now but one of the things that he has a lot around him is some of our calvinist brothers and i kind of wish i didn't even call them that right now just because the main focus of what i'm talking about right now is is a, a um um a, a focus on intellectual like growth right so when 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 some christians start to believe that the more intellectual the more information the more um sort of stuff that they stack on and pack on to their own memory their mind Firepower. yeah exactly the more effective they'll be and if that's true, then we can create a, 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 a group of soldiers to go and take the world, right? We could get them and we'll teach them clinical psychology so that they could understand the way people work and what kind of personality types have mm. certain kind of walls. Hmm. Then we, we, we could send them then to a seminary where they learn history, right? They, and they could debunk all these other religions and beliefs out there. And, dude, if we can get soldiers, right, that they're – they understand clinical psychology, mm. 
They understand all the history of every religion there ever was, and they know the Bible from front to back. They will be the most impactful people ever. Yeah. However, however, the author of impact is not man and intellect. It's God himself. Yeah. So, and I've experienced this in my life, dude. There's been seasons in my life where I pick up a book, I'm reading, you know, Kingdom of the Cults, and it's giving me everything I know about Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons and and uh you know everybody else and i'm trying to like take note in my mind or having conversations with people that are masters in this one su mm -hmm. subject and trying to take it all in and then what what happens dude if you've ever been in a debate with somebody and you went in with your sword right you went in with the like oh i'm ready right mm -hmm. and there's nothing more frustrating i don't know if you guys ever experienced this dude when can't you can't remember, remember it. it, dude. Yeah, or you yeah, can't yeah, say, yeah. how was it, dude? Wait, yeah. hold on. I'm going to remember, dude. I'm going to send it to you, bro. And there's nothing more frustrating than those moments, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there's been times in my life where I'm like anxiety, right? Somebody's starting to ask me a question. They're like clearly a person who has all this knowledge about a subject I've never even thought about or heard about. And they're starting to just build up this case in front of me. And now here I am being placed in a position to have to give an answer mm -hmm. right because i'm a teacher because i'm a christian or yeah. a oh well what do you think mm -hmm. you know pastor sal you know mm -hmm. what do you think about what he's saying you know and you're just standing there at this moment where you're like i don't i don't know dude. yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> and you just in your mind real quick you're like lord just help me out dude i don't know what to say <laughs> and you end up saying something that has nothing to do with what you would have studied yeah. Nothing to do with what you would have found if you were like at listening to the greatest defense against this. Mm -hmm. And what does it do, dude? It, it, it tears down the enemy. And what happened in that moment is your inability was met with his ability to impact somebody else's wall. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that sometimes Christians make a mistake going in the opposite direction where they rely more on their ability and consequently not on purpose but they rely less on him on the lord and now all of a sudden you just have war of man against man <laughs> yeah. and if you're talking to a man who worked for blackwater trust me bro whatever you've been through is not anything near what yeah. he's been through yeah, right I told like him, i told him bro i cannot say yeah exactly bro like so you can't now you gotta go if you're gonna keep that school of thought you gotta go now and get bigger like well i gotta go start freaking learning yeah. what it's hand-to-hand -hand combat and go to war and stuff so then i can yeah. tackle this type of person well no dude the answer is that jesus said it was childlike faith right mm. and 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 you can and i've seen this in my life bro i've said to people hey you know what man I just want you to know that Jesus loves you, bro. And this is the stupidest eye-rolling thing to some intellectual <laughs> Christian, yeah, you know, yeah. like Joe Rogan. Um, yeah, oh, God, oh God, here we go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and yet in the timing of the Lord and in the piercing power of the Holy Spirit, a person can be shocked themselves as to mm. why that hits them so hard, bro. Yes. They don't even know why they it hit them. You hear testimonies of people, they're like, dude, I used to tear down faith go to these seminaries and I would go and tear up these dudes. And then one day, dude, it was this little kid that just came up to me and he put his hand on my shoulder or something and just broke me. I don't know why, you let know? Me, let me say something. That's yeah. a perfect segue. Yeah. Some little kid comes up to me, is what you said, and put his hand on me. And I don't yeah. know. This whole time where you're thinking, this is what I'm, this is what I'm oh, thinking. Yeah, yeah. There was a woman in the Bible that you guys know about that had a flow of blood for so many years. Mm. S mm. Bleeding. Can't get it to stop. Sick. How is this mm -hmm. going to stop? She's, Jesus is traveling through another county. 
the throng, everybody's there. This woman probably saw millions of physicians, mm. clinical psychologists you're mm. talking about. Mm. I read The Kingdom of the Cults back front to back. Yeah. I went I, l- I listened to everything, yeah. you know, um Walter Martin had to say. Yeah. I listened to I listened I read every single book yeah. and I am now part of that war that that um army that we had built up to go and conquer the world. And then this lady with this flow of blood who's mm. bleeding every single day for so many years comes mm. up to me and touches the hem touches the hem of my garment mm. and what happens to her? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. She didn't get healed. But she goes to Jesus mm. and he's passing by. And all she does is touch the hem of his garment. And mm. she's healed by the power of God. Mm. Not the intellectualism. Mm. Not the clinical psychology. None of that. In an instant. Mm. And the guy who's spent all these all years, these years you know, reading, studying, all that, sees that this woman just touches him. He has two routes to go. He's either going to get inflamed with rage because mm. he wasted so many years going about it the wrong way. Mm. Or he's going to repent mm. and realize Everything that Mike has been saying, that it's not all about this intellectualism. It's re- and there's a there is a balance That's, for sure. There's yeah. definitely a balance. Yeah, it's not like Jesus didn't know anything. Yeah, he <laughs> knew everything. Yeah, but, he was a bumbling but, fool. Yeah, he didn't know anything and he just had power coming off. Which of him. is yeah. what another person's problem is, right? That they don't they don't respect growth and the importance of reading in the Word. You know, right. and mm-hmm. and but here's here's what and I've wrestled with this, been wrestling with this have long conversations with people by the way just so that you guys know like with that conversation i was having with israel me and him were were in full agreement with this was like us picking this apart kind of the way we are Mm -hmm. right now and um and one of the things that that the lord's been teaching me is it's it's not that i'm against um intellectual growth and knowledge of wisdom reading and and growing in in those things i think that the approach to it needs to be um in the proper way and what I mean by that, there's a lot of conversations me and Sal have and where they're deep, deep, deep subjects. You're talking about stuff that you don't just run across in your everyday conversation with people that come to church. Mm-hmm. But these subjects go really, really deep, like politics and, you know, layers of, of things you wrestle with, with, you know, certain portions of scripture or whatever. And one of the things I always we always remind each other of is is not when we when we find answers not to take note of them in a way to regurgitate them later, Mm -hmm. but to allow them to penetrate that truth, to penetrate deep inside so that that truth is seated in my heart. And then it becomes a part of what I know to be true. Mm, So, so, so often when you talk to a person, especially when they want to debate about, let's say Calvinism, or they want to debate about, you know, the rapture or whatever is is nine times out of ten when you're talking to that person you're actually talking to the person behind them meaning they have a teacher that they're regurgitating they're listening to somebody they're following somebody they're like obsessed with their new author or whatever they have and when you're talking to them you're actually talking to the person that's not in the room you're you're this person has become a funnel for that mind mm, that right. intellectual person and what they what the, this person isn't realizing that they're admitting in that moment is they're real they're not realizing that in that moment what they're saying is I'm not a flow for Christ. I'm a flow for a person who's a flow for Christ. Right. I'm a flow for my pastor. I'm a flow for my teacher. I'm a flow for my favorite author. Yeah. So you're not even, you're having, trying to have a third party conversation with a person that's not really who you're talking to. Right. Right. So I'm looking at you and, but really I'm listening to John MacArthur is really what, what who you've been listening or whatever. It doesn't, mm-hmm. I don't care. I yeah. like John MacArthur, yeah, but sure. I'm just saying like in certain areas, when I'm talking to somebody, I realize I'm not talking to you. I'm t- you're regurgitating to me, whoever you've been listening to. Right. But don't you know, 
even if even if at the end of it you still stood on the things you believe in don't you know that you could be a funnel for the lord yeah like mm -hmm. you're a christian you could seek the scriptures read the books internalize the things that you heard from john MacArthur, internalize the things that you're reading or whatever in your book right. and now all of a sudden you're you're talking to me with your mind and i'm listening to you and you're not just regurgitating what you heard somebody say mm -hmm. you're saying like hey bro the other day when i was reading this portion of the text like it felt to me like he was saying this now you're confessing to me what you're what you're stumbling across in the text right. and i can in turn reason we could reason with one another the way the bible tells us to mm. and i could tell you well dude you know what's crazy about that when i was reading that i was looking at the context and i was looking at what jesus had just been saying you know remember he was talking to these people he was over here he was with these people and he had just finished dealing with this person for right. this reason and then he comes to these this other group of people who have a background of this and that's when he says that but in the context of what you're hearing it it's like you still are believing that he's saying that to these people, but those people already have that issue, yeah, right? right? So he doesn't really feel a need to say that to them. He's saying that to these people because of what their issue is. So now when you revisit that portion of the text and you look at it, you're like, man, he's saying that because of the issue of their heart. He's not trying to turn this into a scripture that we're turning it into with a war against Christian against Christian. He's saying this right here. That's a context thing, right? right. And when you're, when I'm saying that, not because I read a book about that portion, but I'm saying that because I'm spending time with the Lord in the Bible. I'm looking at it. I'm piecing it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to spend time and see it for what it is. Yes. Now I'm allowing the spirit to work through me in this person's life. And they're allowing the spirit to work through them because the question was really their question right. that they got in their heart because of whatever reason, who they were listening to or whatever. And therefore, the answer is also applicable right i can't answer for the teacher that you're regurgitating because his mind isn't in this room <laughs> and the spirit of god the way he works is the holy spirit works flows through us and penetrates hearts that are present see that's one of the things and i i want to speak lightly about this sometimes with the with the online stuff right like um me teaching a bible study with intention for people to hear it online or whatever you know, I don't I, I'm missing the person in the room element mm -hmm. like there's been times in my life when I'm ministering. I'm sure you've experienced this before, dude. You have your study put together, bro. Here you are. You got it. You put your notes together. You know, you have your topic. You have where you're at, right? You're in that room. You're teaching, dude. And then you become something impressed upon your heart, bro. You're like. You're, or you're reminded. Mm -hmm. You're reminded of something you went through in your life or something that applies. And it starts to come up, dude. And you're talking and in that moment as it comes up, dude, there's somebody in that audience, dude, it just starts to melt. Right. There's 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 an element because the, the, the spirit of the living God is present. Wherever two or more are gathered, like mm. he's there and he's aware of who's there. Right. And he's working in that space and they're experiencing the Holy Spirit work through you in their presence. Like they're there, right? So, uh, dude, I've heard, I've listened to like, I, I want to make sure I make this clear. Like I've listened to Pastor Chuck's studies, dude. The man's been dead for years now. Right. And the Lord will speak through him like a, a study. I'm not saying that God doesn't speak. Like sometimes it's the timing thing and just you need to hear it at the right time. God works through that. Right. But when I think of the calling in your life, in your life and in my life, it is a calling of presence. Hmm. Like it is a calling of the spirit of God flowing through you and penetrating people in front of you. That isn't, that isn't 
you can't really prep for that. Yeah. You can study so that you know what you're talking about. How many times have you been embarrassed that you're like, it's like in the Old Testament. Wait, was it Daniel or was it, a, you know, who was it again that did that? It happens to me all yeah. the time, yeah, bro. I'm like, sure. dude, I need to be, I, man, I need to go through the Old Testament again. <laughs> I've read the whole Testament before and could say like, yeah, I've been through the entire Bible. But it's been years now. I need yeah. to go back and revisit. I'm forgetting some stuff. You know what For I mean? Sure. And so, but see, my approach is not so that I could be ready to say these things. My approach is so I could spend time with the Lord and grow and, 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 and you know, digest his word so that when I come in contact with people, I'm like a athlete that has been ingesting good food and working out. And I'm like that spiritually. I'm, I'm spending time with the Lord. There's things that he's taught me, but dude, kind of circling it back to fast tracking, you know, you're going to talk to a Jehovah's Witness is going to come over your house because he knocked on the door. He said, I'm going to be back next week. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to go and, you're going to read the kingdom of the cults that chapter. You're going to go on YouTube and you're going to listen to your whoever your favorite mm -hmm. guy is. And you're going to try to take notes and have this stuff in your mind and have it ready. And you're going to make yourself not even a quarter impactful as you would have been if you had mm -hmm. just loved that person in your heart. Why don't you stop and just say, you know what, Lord, give me a love for this man. I, I believe in the bottom of my heart that he's that I'm not speaking to him. I'm speaking to a person behind him. Yeah. Right. He's regurgitating something. So help me not to be that. Help me to be a, a living, breathing testimony of who you really are in my life. Right. And then all I could say to a man whenever I'm talking to a Mormon or I'm actually call them Latter-day Saints because I recently learned that that's the way they refer to themselves. Mm -hmm. So when I'm talking to a Latter-day Saint or when I'm talking to a, a Jehovah's Witness, I can look them dead in the eye and say, listen, man, all I could testify to you is who the true and living God is in my life. Right. Mm. And I know that when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to whoever indoctrinated you. I'm talking to the man standing behind you. Somebody, if I bring up a good point right now, you're going to say, okay, I'll be back. And you're going to go to somebody and you're going to get that answer. And, you get, and then you're going to come back and I'm going to be talking to a person that's not really in front of me. Right. But I want you to know that you're talking to a person that's in front of you, bro. This isn't my church against your church, my pastor against your pastor. You're, I'm talking about Jesus in my life, bro. He came into my life. He changed my life. And he could change your life too, dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's available to any human being out there right yeah. and that black water freaking satanists or whatever dude i i don't know I, i'll have you would take you a lifetime bro to try to just get close to being able to know what to say to that man a lifetime to try yeah. to figure out all the things that demonic or whatever people think about but the reality is you have something that that man needs and right. you have something that that man needs and and if we allow the spirit of god to flow through us bro is is crazy what mm -hmm. he could do with that you know what i mean and i I'm so tripped out, bro, on that because it allows you, it takes a weight off of our shoulders. It does. Mm -hmm. Because it allows you to be like, you know what, Lord? I'm not capable of great things, but I am yours. Mm -hmm. And like, you want to do something with my life still, Lord? By all means, dude. Yes, yeah. 100%. You're right. <laughs> it takes, it takes have, that go weight ahead, off. Go ahead. No, no, no. It, take, it takes that weight off, you know what I mean? And you're free. You know what I mean? You're yeah. free for God to do what he wants to do. I have two thoughts on that. One is I took a, a course in apologetics twice now, but the first time I took it was with the intent of being able to prove to anyone, uh, atheists, any other religion, any argument to be able to say with 100%, like, this is, this is valid, 100% that you you cannot deny it mm. and there was this big book that they gave us 
to go through mm. and i was like okay yeah this is this is this is this it right here this like, is gonna be what gun. i yeah you know <laughs> and i was going through that whole thing and then like at the end of each chapter that with whatever argument it made it was also saying however even with this argument it's you can't use this as a hundred percent like proof of the bible being a hundred percent valid and i was like okay Dang. and every single time like there was always something a little bit of like like you know it's evidence escape it's yeah. evidence yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if this doesn't work it's not that <laughs> yeah, yeah. like fine print yeah, yeah don't dude. come back and see me it doesn't work <laughs> and yeah. it, it's it's evidence like look for example like the prophecies of jesus in the bible old testament him fulfilling all those mm. as you know as accurate as that makes the bible it's also still not like the 100% because it's, it's like, okay, that the chances of this happening are like one in a billion that yeah. Jesus would fulfill all of that, right? But there's still that one, that those chances that it was a chance. And that's that all, it was, and that's all, that's all a sinner needs right there is right. 0.1%. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Boom, yeah. <laughs> I'm gone. Yep. That's all they need. You give them an inch, they're taking that's five funny. miles, dude. So, yep. so when I finished all that, I came to the conclusion that I was like, dude, like either way it takes faith. There Either it way, is. it takes faith. And I, I, I was is. like, so the one thing that I love, though, is that like with the amount of evidence that I have for the Bible, I, it takes more faith to me to be an atheist than it does to be a Christian. Yeah. Um, like and, and with that, though, then on top of that, I started to see that, it, it, like you're saying, it, it wasn't just the intellect. And now even when I approach a Bible study, I'm like, OK, I'm not just preparing the Bible study to give just a quote-unquote good bible study mm -hmm. like point 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 history life application here you guys go like take it yeah i also now i'm i'm learning okay god what do you have for me mm. like what do you like you want me to change you want me to do things different and as i've been opening myself up to then like kind of showing people like hey like you know i was reading this and god spoke to me this way i'm seeing like first of all a little bit of humility and then a little bit of shame of putting myself on blast but then i also see a little bit more impact i think in people's lives and mm -hmm. it's not me it's it's god just working through it all of it so those are my thoughts on yeah, that's you know, on that that's wild dude i i um i went i went through a lot of chapters in my life with that too I, i'd find a certain subject that i kind of took too naturally and it seemed that all the information on that subject would glue a little bit easier to like my hard drive, you know, mm -hmm. and I'd be able to resurface it. So I then would self-title myself as like, I would give myself a calling. I'd be like, dude, like when it comes to this thing, that's what I'm, that's what I do well. And so that's what God's called me to do. I'm going to do that, yeah. you know? And I, I would go through seasons and chapters of my life and come to realize that like, that I was, that title I gave myself yeah. like I was like because I thought it made sense to me you know you see dads do it all the time like their little infant throws the ball a little harder one day than he ever did and he's like he's gonna be a baseball player you know <laughs> what I mean like yeah. you just watch him dude watch this kid's got an arm you know we do that all the time mm -hmm. with anything with our, with our own lives with our kids with with people we project on the people you know but what I come to realize is that the Christian is the is the exception the only exception the world that is the truth. Like, find where you're better, find your place in society, 
go find a way to make money off of that mm-hmm. and you'll that's your purpose in life you yeah. know you'll be fulfilled mm-hmm. because you're good at it you do it it's where you belong you know but jesus christianity is the only complete exception where god calls men to places where they're more in it, inadequate sometimes right like there's been seasons in my life where the war that i'm in is what seems to be making sense versus what i be- feel like what i sense the lord is telling me to do right and i'm like mm. what and dude i i've made the wrong choice plenty of times straight out like admit it to you guys just i've made the wrong decision i've been like all right well maybe that's you lord but maybe not so i'm asking you to walk with me in this way because this seems intellectually sound for right. me like this seems like what i where i belong or what i should do and it's always been those moments that i acted in faith bro not blind, just blind. I, I do believe in blind faith, but when when it was not me just saying, I got to itch and I'm going to jump for the Lord. Yeah. Not that, because that can be selfish too with your own desires, oh, you yeah. know. But when it's been, you know what, Lord, I think I, I, I'm reading, I'm seeing you, I'm seeing your heart, and I think this is what you want me to do. Yeah, yeah. instead you know, of it like, being a personal ambition. Yeah, or like this would be good and we could get a house here. We could, you know, I could do this or and when I've done those things, dude, the Lord has blessed it tremendously. And I say that hopefully as encouragement to somebody out there listening or whatever, because, you know, you, you find yourself at a fork in the road and, you know, there's the thing that's pleasing to everybody and yourself. Like everyone's going to agree. That sounds like a good idea. And you yourself are going to be able to say, yeah, I made a good choice there, you know. But man, if you're not going to seek the Lord about it, and that's how you're going to make your decisions in life, then guess what? You're just like the world. Yeah. You're just a Christian version of it, but you're just like the world. Yeah. And you know what the Bible says? And it's so crazy that, and I think it's, I think it's a conundrum. It's a challenge when we read you are saved by grace through faith, because here you are learning all these things from a mastermind. Paul, the apostles, like, like talking about the meat of the word of God and talking about when you were once like little children and, you know, growing and, but at the same time, at the, in, the, in the base of that theology that we gain from the Bible is you're saved by grace through faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's the one thing that your intellectual gets put on the shelf. And you're like, you got to you got to make your mind up, you know, kind of back to evangelizing or talking to people that we come across. You know, one of the things that I've I have found myself saying, asking people like when I'm talking to them, and I could sense that the truth is penetrating and I'll just ask them like. Are you believing what I'm saying to you? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've done that. You yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. do, does that are does that you on? Sense? Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Do you? Is that impacting you? And like, just watching a person even try to lie to themselves because they still want to <laughs> hang on to where they, you know, they're like, yeah. well, dude, you know, I, and and you and I'm like, hey, listen, man, that thing that you're wrestling with right now, just know that that thing's gonna be there when you go home, bro. Yeah. When you go lay down tonight or whatever, you're because re- you're wrestling with the truth, dude. I'm not here to represent my church, my, you know, my religion. I'm here to represent Christ, dude, and he's real and he's true, dude. Right. And and that's what you're going to wrestle with. Like, be on your way and know this, dude, that the sex, the drugs, the whatever you're doing, dude, is not fulfillment compared to Christ. Right. And know that. Know that that's true, bro. And if you don't want to, if this conversation doesn't end with a sinner's prayer and doesn't end with, it doesn't matter, bro. Yeah. Like I can't make one sows another reaps, you know, mm-hmm. I, I can't make nothing. Happen. None of us can. Right. And I think the sum of a lot of our conversation today has mm-hmm. been, it's God's work, 
Hmm. It's God's work, bro. And that that's humbling. That's humbling if you're a pastor out there and you're like killing the game. You know what I mean? Dude, you're not doing nothing. Right. You're not doing anything, dude. And that's that's humbling to a man who thinks he's high and it's uplifting to a man who feels low. Because a man who feels low says, I can't bring nothing to the table. God says, I don't need you to bring anything. I just need you. And the man who thinks he's great, God's just like, you're nobody. There's not an ounce of impact that you've had from your studies, from your from your intellect, from all these things that you know. It's only me who's changing hearts. That's right. You're winning arguments and you're losing souls. Yeah. Mm. I, I love that. Yeah. I love that. You know, I mm. just I, I think about that. It just all really comes back down to the glory of God. It's mm. God. That's it's God that's doing all this. And you think because I can only think for myself, you know, and and when I'm thinking about the glory of God in my own life, you know, mm. it all comes back to him and. You just look. Mm. You get older, and you have more to look back. And for the Christian, if God's giving you clarity of mind to look back on your life, and He's giving you enough clarity to recognize there was a Lord right there, mm. there was a Lord right there, there, and then He just comes all the way up to your present life. The glo- God is magnified in your life. Mm. More, you're able to look back. It's not you. It's it's all Him. Mm. And I do that with my own personal life. I've done that. I do it more so now mm-hmm. as I get older, as I have a child, as I'm growing in my marriage. Mm. I do it more often mm. looking back like there was God in that situation. There was God in that Dang. situation. Mm-hmm. It's all God. I, I continue to do it more and more just from my birth. You guys mm. know a little bit of my story. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? From my birth. And if you guys are curious about that, you could go check that episode out. too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that story is constantly growing. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm just like, God, I am. I. It, you, when you're able to look back as, as a man, myself mm. or anybody, and in, in, in truth, look back on your life and see that God has been so gracious to you, mm. so loving to you, it puts you in, a, it, it, it really humbles you, mm. puts you in a place mm. of like, wow, woe is me. Mm. My sin is so great. Why are you doing this? Mm. Why are you doing these things for me? Well, why would you save me from that? Hmm. Why, wh- why are you putting me in a position to prosper in this area? Why? Hmm. What? Hmm. What? What? You know what I mean? And then you think of those, and you think of all your your failures. You hmm. fail how many times you failed God? What you have hmm. not done? What you have not accomplished that you knew you should have done? Hmm. And here you are, living, breathing. You know, not only is the sun shining on the wicked and the just, hmm. the sun is shining on me, hmm. and more, and hmm. some. You know, wow. uh, and I'm like. You know, God, why? Because God is, is God is to be given the glory. God mm. is to be given all the mm. praise. And everything we're talking about, we're saying, it goes back to God. Mm. It's not your intellect. It's not you. Yeah. And when you die and you stand before God, and we will stand before him, mm. um, you know, I th- had this thought the other day, am I going to be able to have banter back and forth with God? Like Job, <laughs> like Job was saying, when I stand before God, I'll, I'll present my case. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I think, nope, I'm no. just going <laughs> to. You won't. You won't. Uh, won't. You won't. No, I'm just going to be. Worship, yeah, worship. Yeah, I think the revelation of Christ. You know, that's one thing that I always pray for, and I always want to make sure I make it clear what I'm saying. The continual revelation is not us finding new facts about who Christ is, <laughs> as much as it is us un, un, unpeeling more of what was there, right? Yeah. And so, I think that Christians, I think it's important for Christians to pray for a continual revelation of God's word. Like as they read the scripture, God reveals new things to them constantly so that they don't get into that place that I've been before where you're just re rereading, revisiting the places you've been at before. And and you find yourself leaning on the little things you once wrote in your Bible and like, oh, that's okay, you know. But God there's continual revelation. Mm. God's available for us to to see him in his text. 
and then there's continual revelation of Christ where as you grow in maturity you uh, yet another layer and depth of who Christ is his character is revealed to you in your life and you're like hmm like I'm starting to realize dude like what Jesus was about you know and you could say that after you've been teaching you know about who Jesus is and you know, I, I pray for that for my brothers. I pray for that for my friends, for men who are in ministry, that they would have continual, continued revelation of the word of God and of Christ in their life, you know. And, you know, I'm kind of curious, bro, because guys like me and you, because there's a similarity between me and you, you know, in the way, in our relationship with ministry, right? Like with act, with like a functioning ministry. Mm-hmm. Because I know that you've taught before. You've taught on, on, grand, sca- on grand stage and... Um, and so, so have I, and, and, you know, there's been seasons where you, you're, you have a, t- a title over your head that allows people to, to see you and be like, oh, dang, like, you know, like you, you, little pieces of that. That's him. Not that you like that or enjoy that, but that exists. You had that yeah, nonetheless. Right. So there's no denying it. And, and I have too. And then, and then there's been, you know, the, uh, what I first, I thought was just the enemy, like taking that stuff away and then coming to realize that it's the Lord. Like that's like led me to a Mm -hmm. season of the wilderness, a season of, you know, of being out in the desert or what have you. Mm -hmm. And, um, so in this season, one of the things, and I don't want to assume that you're dealing with this too, but maybe you are. yeah. 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 Um, I, I fight, the onslaught of the enemy's words and the encouragement of the Lord's words. So the enemy's words look a lot like this to me. It's a focus on what I hope will change. It's a focus on why I'm upset at how things, some things change. It's a focus on the weaknesses of people around me, right? That I can't control. I can't, I can't fix. Mm -hmm. And the enemy is always putting those in my face. Another thing, the enemy, he recently it stopped and I praise the Lord for it. But in the last few months it stopped, but I was being woken up on the regular with two different things, two different thoughts. One was the word Ichabod, which means the glory departed wake up. Like if I heard that word in my mind, like wake up in the middle of the night, Ichabod, Ichabod, like what the heck? Like, and it means the glory departed. And then the other thing is I would wake up and now have this, this uh haunting thought like statement like you're not helping people you're hurting people like the people you love the most your wife the people you're like people that you're trying to lift up friends that are struggling you're not helping people you're hurting people and i bro i carried that like like dangerously it was upon me like Mm. like heavy right but the still small voice was teaching me things in this season that I couldn't learn elsewhere. <laughs> and I'm curious. So here's my, if there's anything that you can think of that, and I don't care how small it is, bro, that the Lord has been teaching you in, in, in attempt to act, to, to amplify his voice in opposition to the already amplified voice of the enemy. Can, can you think of some of the things the Lord's been teaching you in this season? Yeah, so everything that you've mentioned, I would say 
maybe not 100%, but maybe like 95%. I've had those thoughts from the enemy. Mm. I've probably been dealing with those some of those thoughts for like three years now. Mm. Where you were, mm. what you were doing, you know, um, the failures, like you said, the inadequacies and the sins of other people that you can't control that have affected your life. Mm. You look back and turn around and be like, that affected my life in what I believe to be a negative way mm. from the enemy. And then on the other hand, you think God actually turned around evil, that person's inadequacies and, and sins for good. Working it together. Working for, it together yeah. for good because now I know without a shadow of a doubt, if I didn't, if I didn't, if I wasn't removed from the sphere, the way in which I was doing ministry at the time, if I know 100% if I was not removed from that, hmm. whether caught from myself mm-hmm. or from the Lord, the things God has taught me, I know 100% I would not mm. have learned. I would have not have known. And I would not be, not that I'm a great spiritual man, mm. but I would not have gleaned and grown. Mm. The Bible says grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord. Mm. That's what it says. Right. Grow in the grace. Mm. Paul says you should be teachers by now. Killing there it. is mm. growth mm. to be had. Don't be so pious to think, oh, I'm yeah. so, you know, I'm horrible. And the weird, it doesn't say growing intellectual. Right. Yeah. Yes, growing the grace, grace and knowledge. And knowledge yeah. I don't think I could have grown in the grace and knowledge, and I'm still growing, mm-hmm. yet if God didn't remove you. But when, you're, but when you are removed, yes, all those <laughs> things from the enemy, you know, like yeah. Ichabod, like mm-hmm. it's gone. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. gone. I, I, I came back. I remember you had me come in and teach with the guys here that one yeah. day. And the season I was going through at that time, I don't know if you remember what I kind of taught on. Mm, I spoke I about, I spoke about humility, look, yeah, pride. humility and pride. Mm. And I spoke about looking in the mirror. Mm. And I was talking to the guys about mm. there was times where I would literally in the bathroom brush my teeth, look in the mirror, and then like have a moment of like, like literally looking in my eyes in the mirror, like I can't even look at my, I can't even look at myself. You know, I, I feel like the spirit, I'm not worthy. I'm not doing what I'm supposed mm. to be doing mm. in the right way. I can't look, I can't look at myself, mm. God, you know? Mm. And that, and I would only get that when I would look in the mirror that kept happening to me. Dang. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even look in the mirror right now, you know? Because I don't believe I, I, I'm doing what I should be doing. And then the Lord would come mm. and minister, like, you're just getting, you're being attacked. Mm. You're, uh, you're way, if, if I'm done with you, I'll kill you off. You, you're, you're breathing every day. Mm. You have a son. You have a wife. Mm. You have coworkers who do look up to you. Sure. I have coworkers who look up to mm. me, and I see that more and more. And you're every getting day. impact throughout your life. Like you're using mm. God's using you. A hundred percent. And there, there was things in my life, whether I was teaching on a grand scale, whatever you call it, on the, mm. on the stage, yeah, yep. that I was sure I was teaching, going through my points, going through all these things experiencing what you were talking about earlier someone me going left field in my study mm. and god just ministering that way mm. but something in me was like well, you're you you mm. there's still a wall yeah you're still not really impacting and this was in truth i believe mm. in the way i would really desire you to be used by mm. me mm. and god has just taught god has just taught me that Man, it's not about the outward circumstances and what it looks mm. like. And one of my battles is, even though I've never like verbally gone through all these people and tried to convince them, you know, 
convince them of why I'm where I'm at and why I'm doing what I'm doing now. I've had probably millions of conversations with people in my head trying to explain to them why I am where I am. Mm -hmm. And th that's been, that was a battle. That's mm -hmm. been a battle. Let me have this conversation with so-and-so person who I feel like I've left and have this conversation with them back and forth in my head. They're not even there. I'm making up their responses and I'm constantly, I don't know if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, Hey bro, this is where I'm at. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing and constantly kind of justifying what I'm doing. And I'm not even talking to the guy. It's all in my brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm constantly doing that and I'm, mm -hmm. and I'm, and I'm I know it well. toiling, toiling, you know, mm. and, and driving my, you know, expending energy in a conversation with the person they're not even having yeah that's not yeah. even there yeah it's all in my brain yeah and i was like lord like i'm done with that mm -hmm. this person's not, and you want to know what generally mm -hmm. if i were to actually get in front of that person the way i thought the conversation was going to go it never goes that way mm -hmm. ever mm -hmm. it's the complete that's opposite so true, bro. and then you know and then and then you feel like an idiot you feel like crying mm -hmm. because that person's actually so gracious and just loves you loves yeah. you and they're ministering to you in an amazing way and you, and then you kick yourself like yep. well why didn't i like why didn't i talk to these people on the phone with them yeah <laughs> you know what, what the heck am i doing yeah i was yeah. I, I was recently shocked you know i always get shocked like when somebody that i really look up to ministry wise is proud of me and i'm thinking i'm failing you know and like you know there's one thing I learned in the field live, and I want to share with you something real quick, dude. Um, when I would make a friend, like when I would get on a job site construction, I was always inadequate, bro. Like, there were guys who were made to do construction, bro. Their hands are different than me. They're for freaking. Sure. They're just different than me, bro. They're made for it. And so I was, al I was always inadequate in the construction field, like especially the hard, the groundwork. Like I'm pretty good with like little fine tuning stuff. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like putting pipes together, lining stuff up, making it look perfect. But when it came to just crazy freaking crazy strength, I was just out there with these animals and <laughs> I was on the, out, you know, in, in certain in, in big fish and small pond, you know, in certain mm -hmm. lightings, I could be an animal dude or whatever, but especially after working with these guys in regular settings. But when it comes to being with them, bro, I was just so inadequate. But one thing that would happen to me, dude, is um, God would always give me one person that, that I felt a connection with. He'd give me one person dude, on every job site. And while I was in a situation that I was this close to just being like, you know what? I'm freaking done. I'll walk off this job site right now. Like, mm -hmm. you guys could have it, bro. This foreman screams at me one more time, bro. He, I'm going to put the shovel in his hand. I'm telling you, you do the job, bro. Yeah. I'm done. Like, I have a mind. I have an ability to communicate. You guys got me down here digging a hole, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dig the hole yourself, mm -hmm. dude. You don't even know what you're talking to. Like, yeah. I have abilities, dude, that... God gave me and you're just trampling me right now as a freaking slave, you know? Yeah. And these were thoughts in my heart, dude. But there were you can hear if you're spiritual man can hear Satan in there too. Mm -hmm. You know, like little prides, little like whatever. And but God would give me one man, dude. And and while I was working, if I could look across the field and see that one man going for it, I could help him, dude. I could keep going like and that changes my ability to dig my ability to like lift heavy work when i know that if i walk away i'm not helping that dude like if i stick at it, he's doing it like it's not easy for him either i noticed or we have a connection or mm -hmm. he's like me too he's kind of smart and he just wound up here or whatever mm -hmm. you know and i see him bro and it's like i got you bro like uh like let's go like and it's just that one person right and i just want to say i want to share with you bro like if ever you're in those shoes bro 
Like, I'm right here, dude. Like, straight up, bro. Like, I, it hasn't been, like, there's a lot of people that have said how promising, like, what I'm supposed to do in my life, bro. There's been a lot of that, bro. And there's a story behind it with my mom, my loss, that it all lines up to or should be. It should be this story, dude, of, like, like oh wow you see the preparation mm -hmm. you see the anointing like that's why and and here i am bro working i'm working and i'm freaking sucking at being a husband <laughs> you know and like like with a, with a wife just being real dude like with a wife who who it feels sometimes like she'd be happy with a different personality type than me <laughs> dude like it feels yeah. like there's a different type of dude out there that could get my wife more than me or whatever yeah. and there's there's disconnects with my daughter at times bro like things that i uh, I never had daughter. I, I mean, never had sisters. I never had girls in my life. My mom was the only woman in my life. Yeah. And uh, so there's a little, I struggle there with that, dude. I don't, I, I like, especially when she was even littler. Now it's, there's more conversation. God's starting to help me with it. For but, sure. But I just disconnect, bro. And, and I just want to say to you, bro, like, I believe that I'm where God wants me to be, to be. And I believe you are too, dude. Yeah, man. for sure. I was going to say like, what if you, what if you were in a, 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 a sphere? Uh, what if you were in a place in your life where all of those, you know, the disconnects call them with your family, your mm. blood, your mm. child, your mm. wife, your one. What if you were in a place where you couldn't even really, minister see that see that you didn't even know that was happening yeah no. what if you were in the, and mm. then and that solid bro and that would just that would just suck kill it mm. that would chop its head off like you know, you know what i'm saying yeah. and i think now i think about dale i mm. think he would just say get the heck out of here yeah and mm. just go deal with that yeah yeah or some of the guys at yeah. golden springs mm. that we, we yeah, know yeah. Yep. if if we were to verbalize these things mm. to them yeah and we probably I, I, yeah i've had that conversation these fake conversations with that man or other people that haven't even have, as physically had mm. they'd probably say why don't you just leave and go take care of that yeah <laughs> and go take care of those things mm. and then you got to deal with well but i'm abandoning my post and i'm not you know I'm so not you saying, know what god does for us you know what <laughs> you god know? does for guys like me and you he puts it to where because we, we never would have. You won't have any your post, but he puts it in a situation where he he took you away from your post. Mm. He removes you, so you're not a band. You you never made a decision. <laughs> he made the decision. Yeah. He moved you out. He he put you. He orchestrated in what you thought were closed doors. Were were funneling a man that was this way to a man that is this way. Yeah, you know, and and I have to I have to thank God. I thank God for Sal, dude. Mm. I thank God for because. These men give me purpose in in a season that would have felt like no purpose. Right. Nick, you know, when he gives me these calls or, you know, Josh, you know, Josh Mendez, like like people in my life that they give me ministry, bro. They give me purpose. You know, I'm so thankful for them. I'm you so know? thankful for that, too. You don't <laughs> even know. So like the day I was able to share mm -hmm. with that man I was that I was talking to you about at work mm -hmm. was the same day day sal shot a text to me to come speak here mm. and those you're just like lord you know like yeah like you always say i'm still your man yeah like really lord i'll do it lord you yeah. know i'll go like you let me share with this guy right now i'm freaking i, I was ready to i was ready to not share with this guy 
I have so many things piled up at work right now, mm-hmm. so many customers I have to get back with. Mm. And you pushed me over the edge to just you know forget that and talk with this guy. Work's over. I'm freaking mm. stressed out. Sal hits you up. I'll do it, Lord. That's be, that'll be a breath of fresh air for me, mm. you know. And then in the same day, other guys I haven't talked to in a while. Same day, mm. literally same day, shooting me a text. You know how you doing? Um, you guys know Sean uh, uh, Mesa mm-hmm. Barber. Yeah, yeah. He's doing ministry. Mm-hmm. Call, calls me. Mm. Hey, bro, I have to call you, dude. I haven't talked to you. What's up, man? The same day, and I'm just like, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not not that like. Yeah. It goes back to like, maybe it isn't Ichabod. Mm, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and then you can yeah, and that's breathe, the like, yeah, that's the enemy, yeah. dude. And that's, you know, my intention behind that question. You know, when I asked you about is because is because sometimes we just need to look at and talk about what God's doing because He is doing those things, but simultaneously the things that the enemy is saying, some of them, some of them are outright lies. Yeah. Some of them are true about us. Oh yeah. You know, and they're true. And, and, and the only thing I have is like, and there's been times, and we know this this lesson, I think, me and you, that, that in times your 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 defense is admitting, like, you know, I, I'm not, I am not worthy. Right. What do you want to, what do you want to hear? Satan, you know, I'm not worthy, dude. Yeah. Like, I knew that, but that's why I need Jesus, dude. So get lost. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. like, I don't think I'm somebody great. If that's yeah. what you're trying to kick me on the ground, I'll kick myself enough times, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I, I don't, I know I'm not great. So that removes, it's like in a freestyle battle, dude. Like, if you bring up all the points they're going to bring up against you, they got nothing to say, you right. know. And But l- bigger than that, because you can't, Satan's smarter than all of us, bro, is keeping our eyes on the Lord and, and, and making a conscious decision to look at what the Lord's showing us, you know. Uh, uh, illustration comes to mind, you know, like a, a fly fisherman. Imagine a fly fisherman, he's in, small town let's say like bishop on the way to mammoth you mm-hmm. know and he's there he's the best freaking fly fisherman there is bro he he's he's a teacher like anybody that comes out there they're like dude come out here on this little boat this guy will show you the, the way you hold the stick and all this <laughs> other yeah. stuff you know but what he doesn't know is he's going to be the greatest deep sea fisherman there ever was mm. that's like that's that's god's plan for him yeah right but but he's out there completely far from the ocean He's in a little town on the way to Mammoth called Bishop where he eats the same breakfast every day and he freaking he's the man. He's the man at fly fishing, you know what I mean? And and there's and the road that's going to lead him to become the greatest deep sea fisherman is going to be a gnarly one, bro, cuz you got to think let's think about this, dude. He's got, we got to move him out of this place. He's going to suck. He's going to suck compared to what he's good at right now. Right. And all the things that it would take, it would say, like, dude, I can't even, it would take a long time for us to sit down and try to author a story. If that was, the, if we were giving a class and we're like, let's author this story, right? There's a lot of things we're going to have to try to imagine up that's going to happen to this dude to get him to the ocean, into the deep sea, to become the greatest deep sea fisherman there ever was. Right. Hmm. And, and so sometimes when we're looking back at a story, we start trying to pick apart what was wrong, like, maybe maybe this is what was wrong with me or maybe that's why it didn't work out or when reality is the dude was a great fly fisherman dude he was a great fly fisherman god was using him there was a there was a great thing that that i was doing i I, and i I love those days when i think about them when i write about them when i you know remember all that god taught me i'm thankful for those seasons the seasons where i was in leadership at golden springs where i was guest speaking for almost every guy who was there and 
where I was, you know, and I just had a relationship that was so deep that I could go get coffee with any individual hero of mine in that building right. and, and, and just love it. Love the conversation both ways. Love what I got to share. Love what I got to hear. And I was just bathing in that, bro. Right. Then, but, the, but there's somewhere God's taking me. I'm not, I'm not yet ready to tell you because I'm not fully, I don't fully know it yet. But there's a place that God's taking me. And, and it has, this authorship had to happen. But I'd be lying to you if I told you I don't miss the days in Bishop, bro, where I'm fly fishing. You yeah, know what I mean? Like yes. I do, bro. I'm not lying. Like I miss those things. I miss, I miss being able to do this every day at the drop of a hat. I was so spoiled I didn't even realize it. You right. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And now it's few and far in between with scheduling and being married and trying to travel down here and get somebody that wants to come sit down and talk, right? right. But this is edifying to me. The reason why we do this is like there's somebody that's not sitting at this table. But they could listen to this later and be sitting at this table if they want. For sure. You know, like they could sit down and be like, that's me too, bro. You know what I mean? That's how I feel, dude. And but listen, I'm not going to I'm not saying you're going to be the greatest deep sea fisherman there ever was. But there's somewhere God's taking you, bro. Yeah. Inevitably, 100 percent. You're God's man. Like and and the story in between. I used to love when Greg Torres used to give this example. He would talk about mountaintops and he would say, you're on a mountaintop that's pretty high. And it's beautiful and it's great. And it took a lot of work to get there. God only knows all the things you went through to get there. And you're there. And then God says, hey, I want to show you something. And he gets you, puts his arm around you, and he points to an, another mountaintop. He's like, I'm going to take you to the top of that mountain. And you're like, man, even bigger than this? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. But what you don't understand is in between those two mountains, it ain't another mountain, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's a you valley, you know, and and and, you know, I remember that analogy. I remember that analogy because that's that's been me, bro. And it's been a weird valley. Yeah, it's been a weird valley, bro. But I, I know I know from experience, dude, that in the field, it's encouraging to know that you're not the only person in those shoes. There's somebody else that's over there. They're in it, too. And and it's also encouraging to know that God doesn't move you without intention. Hmm. You know, he's he's his purpose. And while we're in that valley, bro, when we go through that freaking cemetery and we go through the freaking black crow going by and all yeah. that stuff, you know, <laughs> everything you would imagine in a valley, you know, it's hard, bro, because the enemy's loud. dude. Oh, yeah. He's freaking and he's right sometimes like what he's mm -hmm. saying. You know, you're like, dang. Yeah, he's a he's the Bible says he's a roaring lion, right? Yeah, so, mm. and he's loud. Yeah, and the Bible says that God speaks in a, in a, in a still small voice, mm. which means you can't, in your emotion, so to speak, mm. get as loud as him. Yeah, in your emotion, you have to quiet down. Mm. You need to simmer mm. down, and set, set apart, and be set apart, and simmer down. Why? So that you can hear the still small voice. Mm -hmm. If you want to get all riled up while the enemy's roaring mm -hmm. and, and also laughing at you while he's roaring, it's all loud, mm -hmm. it's chaotic, it's chaos. Mm -hmm. He's the author of confusion. If you want to be in that camp, mm -hmm. then, you know, walk in the walk in the flesh and mm -hmm. it'll be all loud and distracting. Mm -hmm. But if you want to get out of that valley, you know, with clarity mm -hmm. to get to the mountaintop, yeah. so to speak, then you need to get set apart mm -hmm. and go get quiet so that this you can hear, actually hear the still small voice of mm. God and God, I, I believe God has allowed you, all of us yep. measure to be able to hear that still small voice in the way that we never would have heard it before. Mm. And 
learn things about yourself you know what i mean yeah i kind of want to know sal like because mm-hmm. you like there's there's a similar conversation i mean you had recently um so as you know the pastor's conference just came mm-hmm. and um one of the things that happens in pastor's conference is you, you sign up and you go and and you're there with other pastors there's like a there's like a dope side of it where you you brush elbows you know and um and and speaking of like the in-betweens you know like there's it, i know from experience it there's sometimes more work being put in and trying to build something you don't have a crew you don't have a team you don't have a children's ministry you don't have ushers you don't have none of that so you're doing it all yourself this setup is a late night setup for this man like he was here last night setting all the stuff up so we could do this this yeah. morning right he does it himself is there any things that you're relating to as we're talking like yeah for sure i i think a, a lot of the attacks of the enemy for sure that you don't realize are happening and that you think you're thinking logically like oh i, I need to be there like i'll i'll, I'll say because we were having a conversation about this i was watching the pastor's conference a little bit and i was like man because like we couldn't make me and my wife couldn't make it this year our schedules busy schedules working full time uh she had a new schedule and it, with the cost and everything we just couldn't mm-hmm. and and then i see you know god's doing a work i'm like dude that's so awesome it's and, I, and i'm blessed but then on the other side just being honest i'm like man like like i'm i'm not there like i know i'm like dude like standing outside like, the playground know? as a kid yeah. you, know? <laughs> you know like like i see like yeah. i'm like should i be there like am i like am i messing up mm-hmm. like am i misstepping in like my my role as a pastor because i'm not there and i feel like i should be and and then i start to feel a little left out after that i start feeling like man like Hmm. i'm not i'm not like them in the sense of like not like in a bad way uh like like they're bad and i'm 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 good i'm not like them and i'm missing out Mm -hmm. you know like i'm not there and and i start to feel a little bit of inadequacy in that moment, you know, uh, unauthentic. Yeah, like, I'm not the real yeah. thing like that. Yeah. Right, Dang, that's, right, that's right. And but it's not. I mean, uh, ultimately, I'm like, okay, I know the Lord's doing a work. And and but, you have a you personality know? type. I know this that you know, Sal doesn't. He doesn't crawl under a cloud. I do sometimes. I crawl mm-hmm. under a freaking rainy cloud. You know what I mean? I'll get under it and sit down and get rained on. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's one thing I admire about Sal is like. He doesn't crawl under them, bro. Like they come, don't no yeah. doubt. Like they're there, but he doesn't crawl under them and sit down and start freaking picking flowers, you know, what <laughs> I mean? like, and crying. You I, know? I do. Try, I try to stay even killed, and, yeah. and and with that, though, there's the what I realize is um, it's the spiritual warfare going on, and and then when I start to see too, even in ministry, uh, people who are coming alongside, and you know, it's like it's literally as far as the ministry goes, people who actually serve, there's, there's four people. So it's me, my wife, my mom and my dad. (laughs) (laughs) And, and with that, um, I'm like, okay. And Howard gives a good hand when he can. Yes, he does. Howard is awesome. Um, and, uh, he might even be moving to Texas too. So So, um, I'm like, okay, Lord, like, but, you know, I look at uh, what's what God's doing, and and I have to then take a step back because when I, I could get in the like the the idea of like man like why it's so much work for me and my wife and my parents like like Lord why aren't you sending anyone mm. like what what's like what's taking so long like we need help like the, 
I wanted to do a, a Thanksgiving outreach to the community here. I wanted to like be outside with the, the mashed potatoes and something that there's plenty of homeless people in Glendora sure. yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to, I wanted to do that. And I'm like, all right, uh, you know what? Let's, let's be who God has made me right now. Mm. You know, that's so crazy. Yeah, dude. One, of, one of the things I learned in, in Hollywood, <laughs> one of the things I learned is, you know, there's a ministry that God gives you and then there's a ministry that you gave yourself, you know, and and uh, sometimes we project. We're like, this is what's needed, God, like this is what's yeah. out here. You know, this yes. is what I want to do. And and but really, if that isn't happening, mm -hmm. that's the ministry you're giving yourself, you know, like you're you're like this is what needs to happen. God, yeah. you know what I mean? Because like it's a, it, it comes, it's, I think it stems from a sense of insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. In all honesty, it yep. does. Wow. And so yeah. it, it, stems, it, comes, it, it stems from a sense of insecurity mm. and then you try to do, you try to do everything. You try mm, to yeah. do, the, you try to do the most, you try to do it all. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I always, I talked to one of my buddies at work, uh, Jer Jeremy, and I love the dude. He's right, he's right next to me now. And, uh, um, he, Sometimes I'll talk with him because I'll hear him, you know, mm. open up and share with people. But sometimes he feels like he has to do it all. Mm. And I always turn him. He looks up to me. And mm. he'll, he'll tell me, like, why didn't you share with that person? Like, why didn't you, why didn't you go down that road? Mm. Why didn't you do that? And I'm like, do you think that? Every single, and I don't want this to get taken the wrong way, but do you think that every single person that Jesus, like, walked by, mm. like, that he st stopped mm. to give them the gospel? And then, sure, he did it on a grand scale. Sure. No, I got, I get what you're saying 100%. Mm -hmm. But do you think that every person, and then do you think he had this insecurity, like, I just blew it and this guy's going to go to hell? Mm. He mm. didn't. Zero. <laughs> no. You know, it, you know, that's so interesting. One of the things I'm going through the gospel right now with my uh, my dad and my brother and um, going through the gospel, uh, I, I've noticed that the inconsistency of Christ doing it the same way over and over and over again, he doesn't. He doesn't do things the same exact way. Right. And if he painted, if one of his actions painted a perfect picture of how things should be done, you would think that that that's now how it should be done. Right. And what mm -hmm. churches do that, they're like, Jesus did it this way. We're going to do it, this, mm -hmm. you know. But the next time Jesus did that, he didn't do it that way. Yeah. You know, and so what you find then back to what we've been talking about is the spirit. Like, right. He talks about the father all the time, you know, and and it's what God's plan is, is what he's in tune with. He's he's doing the there's times when he lets people down. They're like, you should have been here. You know yeah, what I mean? Yes, like, so you yes, know, so, yeah, so that's, he wouldn't have died. Lord. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so there's people I've had friends in my life, bro. Like th one of the quarrels that somebody had against me for years. And I think that the Lord's covered that now, you know, fixed that. But dude, there was a guy who was in need. You didn't, you never reached out to him. You mm -hmm. should have went. You should. And it was like, I can only do what the Lord tells me to do. I think we're mistaken on, your understanding of what I do, like thinking that I'm this guy who goes and like fixes people. I don't have no ability, yeah. right? Like I, I only can do what my father's doing through me. Mm -hmm. I can't make something happen. Like, and, and that can be a disappointment. Like when people, I wish pastors that don't, you know, some pastors sit afterwards and I love that too. They sit afterwards with the congregation They're at the door. They're talking to people. Fine. Some pastors don't that you'll, you'll never see them. Like, 
And people always make their assumptions about that. Well, this is a pastor who loves the people. This is a pastor who's just doing, he doesn't care. He's too big for the mm. people. And the reality is, if you had pastors being more transparent, they probably would tell you about their anxieties. Yes. They'd probably tell you, like, bro, I don't have it in me to do that. I don't, that's, that's not, I don't know right. how to do that. Yeah, you don't understand the power when you're seeing me speak. That's you, not me. Yeah. yeah. Not me. <laughs> you think I'm going to step and, down and, and you, do the same thing? Exactly. Again, yeah. And I'm going to stand with this person. It's going to be the power again and again and again. Sometimes it's not. We don't have. Dude, we're not the same. We're not all the same, bro. And there's some people that do have that. There, mm. There's like an intellectual that God gave them yeah. and God works through that. And so that's the way they minister to people one person at a time. Dude, I wish that we could all just be transparent and just tell people i can't do that bro i don't i have anxiety if i try to do that i can't do it sorry if i let you down you know right but um anyways bro i, I don't want to i don't want to be i do because i'm loving this conversation but i gotta i gotta i gotta get to our to our our final question dude because i gotta get going okay, today. yeah for sure let's do it um if you don't mind bro how can we pray for you okay yeah um Definitely. Okay. One of the, one of the things I'm struggling with right now uh, is is work. It's very demanding on mm. me right now. Very demanding. Um, mm. We. I just need prayer mm, at work. For sure. We need more. I need more help. I, we are hiring another guy. Um, but I um, and I know a lot of men. You are. I'm sure everybody's stretched. But that's what I need prayer for right now mm. because um, things are falling through the cracks here or there. Mm. You know, um, I'm wearing a lot of different hats mm. right now at work. So I, go, I end the day every day pretty burned out and uh, and trying to shut it off mm. um, can get pretty difficult. You know, trying to, you know, balance how much extra time I'm staying at work to get to keep the ball rolling, so to speak, um, can be taxing for sure. My mm. wife's a trooper. She, she mm. how's it going? You know, I mean, okay, I'll try to get home at six o'clock. You know, she holds it down. But, you know, you don't want to be doing that forever. Mm. So I need prayer for that. You know, for prayer for just, you know, my son, my wife, my son's, he's, uh, you know, he's in kindergarten now. Mm. Um, we did um, uh, elect elect to send him to a private school, which was a step of faith. And uh, what, what school? I'm just curious. It's uh, um, Sunrise Christian. Oh, in nice. My buddy Peanut works there. Oh, really? Miguel Mendoza is okay. Yeah, so he's going there, you know, and uh, that's beautiful, dude. I love that place. You know, it is beautiful. It's, it's an amazing thing. It ain't. It ain't. It it costs money. It ain't cheap. It ain't <laughs> cheap you know, and mm -hmm. really, it's money I don't have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Straight up. Straight you know up. What I mean, I hear you. So I think probably, maybe not not all for sure. The parents deal with that. But I'm sure lots of the parents that go to that school have that. Mm. You know that anxiety um, we're gonna make ends meet and what's going on and the Lord provides for sure but dealing with that and hmm. I've recently and we can we can hash this out on the side and another recently found some uh, it's not an issue but recently found some stuff out about my past you know like um, before I was adopted and how found some stuff out about that. I'm curious, bro. I got time. Yeah. I don't have to go that bad. That, that's a long one. dude. Oh, is it? it, it you'll come back. Will you promise you'll come back and we'll do it again? <laughs> yeah, dude? Call me and I'll, I'll come back. Okay. We'll hash that out. But found some stuff out there. It was pretty gnarly. No way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm and so then, curious. <laughs> 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 it's yeah. all good. Yeah. So we'll just, yeah, we'll hash that out, but keep that. in. Was it just curious about this? So you don't have to go in. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I might yeah, be sucking you in. No, is it hurtful stuff or is it encouraging stuff? It, it's 
I don't know if it's both. <laughs> it's sad. Oh, mm. damn. It's it's sad, and it's encouraging mm. to know what God pulled me from because mm. I found out some stuff. Wow. You know what I mean? Um, and then yeah, <laughs> part two, dude. We might yeah. do a back to back. I don't know, bro. Yeah. So there's that. Um, and then lastly, I know I'm kind of throwing a lot out no, there. You, you no, know. my best friend Richard. Um, uh, is he works at Zeus PD? He's the one that brought me to Calvary Chapel, the ones that got me going to church. Mm-hmm. He Dude. had a stroke. No way. 31, 31 years old. Had wow. a stroke. And the then police officer, the one that knows yeah. Josh Mendes? Yeah. 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 He knows Josh. Yeah, yeah my, my buddy Rich. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I know Rich. I know. Mm-hmm. We've been friends for like since junior high school. No way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, he had a stroke. So he's dealing with a lot right now. You know, you got to think about his career. His career, he's, you know, his wife stay at home. He's a police officer. He has a hole in his heart. He had a stroke. He's been numb, gone on the left side for some time, wow. getting a little bit more feeling back. But now he, I'm sure he's thinking his career. What's going to happen Jeez, to my career? What's going to happen to my livelihood? You know what I mean? They just had their, they had their house and rancho, beautiful family, three girls. What is going to happen? Mm-hmm. You know, so keep him in prayer. Keep my father-in-law. I don't expect you guys to remember all this. I'm just like blabbing now. Just Our listeners will. No, let's get it. No, we'll please. go back. Yeah. <laughs> um, keep my father-in-law in prayer we thought literally the next day or a couple days after we thought he had a stroke but he got hit with bells i don't know if you know what bells, bells palsy. palsy yes wow. so, crazy huh? his yeah. face dropped mm-hmm. yeah yeah scary dropped. huh mm-hmm. yeah so he's dealing with that and uh just just, just that right there yeah, yeah. that's yeah, for sure yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll lift you guys up in prayer I, i'm thinking real quick um man the last time you're here i feel like your spirit's a little different bro in a good way you know the last time uh we got to talk it was um I, could, I just sensed a little bit more like the attack was you were like in the midst of it yeah and i feel like the lord's just really like kind of done some work since the last time we talked man for so, sure for sure and so, i think that's all yeah. like when i was saying earlier now as i get older i have more to look back on mm-hmm. yeah if, if if that if what you're saying uh-huh. you mm-hmm. know is going on it's like I, God's making me kind of look back more and be like, boop, 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 and you're like, whoa. Yeah. So what what I could I, I might be going on a limb, but I can almost certainly say, bro, is it's not that it's not that the tax and the weight has been lessened right. as much as the the vessel has been grown. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I agree with him, dude. Like, I, I don't think that your life has gotten easier by any means. Maybe even harder. But but the vessel changes bro like the vessel changes through the the experience and through you know with god's hand on you the trials only make you into something that he's turning you into you know so i'll just attest to that bro i don't sure. think he's just blowing smoke like yeah. I, feel, I feel that way too right and on you guys are so encouraging no, it's just being real bro just yeah. being real yeah. no yeah but i love you guys you know i really appreciate what you guys are doing what god's doing here you guys are, you guys the, are there's brothers. a there's a connection and a love for you bro straight up here like mm-hmm. at this table and beyond this table just on personal levels um you're one of my favorite people bro i'm not just trying to make you uncomfortable with compliments right now <laughs> like like for real so 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 um let's get it for you sure want, you want to pray you for want sure pray? yeah one more thing i just want to say because I, I did uh say that some of the stuff that i feel like is a trial god is blessing right now dude god is blessing so much when i take a step back and like you said and really look at the count the blessings that the lord has brought i'm like dude like Three years ago, I was like whining about being where I'm at right now <laughs> in my mind, you know, yeah. in my heart. So God has his school of ministry for every one of yeah. us. So let's lift up Ivan in prayer. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we come before you and thank you, Father, for this opportunity to come before you, Lord, as brothers, 
Lord, to to talk about you, to talk about, Father, the, the things you're putting us through, Lord, allowing us to go through, the things you're blessing us with, Father. And Lord, I, I pray, Father, for Ivan. I pray, Father, you would continue to mold and shape him, Father, to fill him with your Holy Spirit, Lord God, to be with his family, Lord God, his his wife, Lord God, and, and Judah. And I pray, Father, you would just put a hedge of protection around them, mm. continue to, to lead and guide Ivan, give him wisdom and discernment, Lord God. And Father, I lift up to you his work, Father, and just, oh man, all the hats, Father, that it can be overbearing sometimes, Lord God. It can be, or just giving us anxiety or, or stress, Father. I pray, for Father, that he would find rest in you. And Lord, just know that you're leading, you're guiding him, you're shaping him. And Father, bring alongside people, Father, to help them. And I pray, Father, for, Lord God, just uh, his father-in-law. Lord God, just the health issues there. Draw him close to you in the Holy Spirit, Father. I lift up to you just the, the revelation, Lord God, of things from his past, Lord, that you would use it to continue to draw him close to you, Lord God, and to uh, draw other people close to you, Lord. Right, we lift up Richard to you now, Lord. I, mm-hmm. Father, a brother of ours, I pray, Father, just that you restore, bring healing, Father, and may you be glorified in that situation. Be with the family there, Lord. And Lord God, just continue to, to mold and shape Ivan. I, uh, Father, if there's any other, other prayer requests in, in that list, Lord, I, I know, Father, you know we lift them up to you, and I, I ask and pray, Father, that you would continue to, Father, use this uh, this podcast, Lord God, use uh, uh, me and Mike, Lord God, just to talk to people, to fellowship. And we love you, Lord God. We praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Awesome. Mama coming home. I'm in the next chapter. Put away all my credentials. Then I crucified the actor. Traded all I thought I want to be for what I know I'm supposed to be.